podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all that thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. Hello and welcome back to episode, I can't remember, I think it's probably 149 of the Disney Notes podcast. I'm joined by a long time coming guest who remains to do a pod for a minute, but <laughs> <laughs> life in it. But um, can you introduce uh, yourself, guest? How do you, how old do you want? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. My name is Ivan Cameron, also known as Matt Cam on the social. Um, I am a, well, I was previously an entrepreneur, a previously a venture capital consultant. Um, recently returning student and yeah I'm, going, I'm actually going into a role at a startup soon soon to be announced so yeah like just all around um, business and also quite active in politics local politics when I was at um, Oxford University I was head of my ACS and I was quite involved in um, the, the racial politics and different stuff there and um, locally as well I'm probably and locally I'm involved in um, our politics here Okay quickly actually um, what will we say uh, it was like being at Oxford, as somebody who's from an ethnic minority background, for those that don't know, like what what was what was it like? We hear a lot of talk about it. Obviously, we had like a year or two in a row where there was no black people admitted to Oxford, and people have certain kind of um, assumptions. So, are the assumptions true? Are they false, or is it somewhere in between? Yeah, no smoke without fire. Assumptions are true. I think um, a lot of the time, people um, forget that. As a, for me anyway, like I'm from I'm from Luton and I'm from Ed, so it's like, and I've also been to boarding school, so I had an experience of bound um, on a scholarship. I had um, the good fortune to go to boarding school, so I had experiences of like upper class white people, and I kind of know how they get down. Yeah, but I think a lot of people have to recognise that you know if you don't know how those people are, and you don't know that like they just don't want any part of you. Like it's crazy. Like it's not even just to say they're coming up to your face calling you the N word. They're just hosting parties and having things and doing all kinds of stuff. And you're not involved. You're not invited. So it's like you're you're really invisible. Mm. So you gotta make you gotta make yeah because you gotta bear in mind as well. Like a lot of people are coming out of like five schools. There's like five top um, public schools, mm. and that's where a lot of people are coming out of. So you've got existing form social friend and um, social social constructs that you're leading into. So a lot of that is just it, it informs a, a weird climate, and then you've got a climate whereby the jobs and the internships and stuff like that, a lot of people are really set, like they really know what they're doing. And then other people, like I said, are just coming from ends and, and doing stuff like that. But yeah, there's, I think there was quite a lot of um, racism, quite a lot of, um, uh, whether, whether it was explicit or not, like you're talking about racism of, um, so for example, when you're, when you're going into admissions um, tests or interviews and stuff like that, there was a lot of situations where I think people who had specific types of knowledge um, weren't being rewarded for that knowledge. So like maybe they'd go into a history interview and be talking about um, the, the, the the Nigerian civil war, like the Biafran um, uh, conflict, that type of thing. But that wouldn't resonate as much with the tutor as somebody who was talking about um, the British civil war, the war of the roses or something like that, right? Yeah. So a lot of it is like, that, from, from that point, those smart people aren't even getting in. So it's like the people who are coming into the environment as young black people are oftentimes young black people who are palatable to white people, such as myself, who like was able to put myself across and away from my experience in boarding school. Do you get me? Yeah. So yeah, you get you get a lot of you get that's a that kind of took me back. I was rambling a bit because I wasn't expecting you asking that. But yeah, um experience in Oxford is, is tricky. Like at the moment I'm in a kind of a weird situation whereby I actually don't necessarily want to advertise that people go there. But I also don't want to tell people not to go there because it's terrible, like, by no, like, by no means. But mm. I'm in a situation where no one paid me to do that. And frankly, like, I've not necessarily seen the improvements in the uh, welfare, mm. I think, um, and the, the, the concern and the, 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 like, the legitimacy of, 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 of the black experience there for me to be running up and down advertising it. But there are tremendous valuable gains to be had from having that on your CV, don't get assisted. Yeah, so it's, like, it's one of those ones where I think... I don't really have that much more to add to the conversation than I think people are um, throwing out. So it's not necessarily the thing that I choose to, uh, to, to, to talk about so much. But yeah, there's many disappointing facets for Oxford as a black person and also like um, a lot of benefits and uh, different things coming in. So yeah, 
An, in, in, an annoyingly inconclusive answer from me. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. All right, cool. So it came on somewhere in between. That's what I thought. Um, so speak, speaking of racism and upper class um, white British people, we had the Labour leaks the other day. Yeah. And obviously it's, it's been coronavirus time. So a lot of my content has been predicated around that because we're on the ropes. But I've been waiting to get to speak to somebody regarding this. So I probably want to speak to try to speak to as many people on this as I can because I think it's a massive story. And I think maybe if we weren't in a corona time, it would have got a lot more coverage than it currently is. And I'm pretty sure there's probably a lot of spin going on and lawyers burying certain things because a lot of the stuff was quite quite mad. So there was a um, leaked Labour Party report a few weeks ago, which was which yeah. was a result of internal investigation to the party's governance and legal unit, which handles disciplinary cases which is meant to be submitted at, as an annex to the party submission for Equality and Human Rights Commission. However, it, it's understood that it wasn't sent due to intervention from the party's lawyers. Nobody knows who the author is, and but this was completed at the last March from Corbett's leadership. So this document chronicles many failures in the complaints process and includes evidence from thousands of emails, messages, and two WhatsApp groups featuring senior management. So a lot of the stuff that we've seen was mad. So the main theme from what we saw um, in um, summarising some these documents is there was very, yeah, very prevalent right. anti-black stuff and Corbyn yeah. and a lot of um, Corbyn sabotage. Go on, Cameron. Just on the very last point that you touched on Corbyn sabotage, I kind of just want to like bring that up in the context of the fact that this man has stepped down. There's been a whole new leadership. Mm. He actually tried many times um, and was fought by the bureaucracy to investigate the allegations against his own parties, against his own oversight of the party. So when you talk about like um, anti-Semitism and those things, those were the uh, challenges, or not the challenges, those were the, the I guess, the, the, the insults, I guess the, those were the criticisms leveled at Corbyn's leadership, yeah. um, that he wasn't dealing with those things properly. And like the very fact that lawyers continually suppressed the, the, the reports that he and people around him under his leadership um, tried to, you know, have 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 publicized is is, is sabotaging itself because yeah. you're 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 reducing the amount of the imp- of the tools and the implements that he can actually um, do his job. The very thing that you're saying he's not doing, you you know, uh, people have conspired. I say you, people have conspired. Different groups and factions have conspired to um, to, to, to to stop occurring. And then the other point that you made, um, which I just, I have to disagree with, I, mean, I hate to come here and argue with you, but no, I have to come. disagree. Come. So, I say come. They would have made up, they would have made up anything <laughs> to make sure that this report wasn't bigger news than it is. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. If it, was, if, it was, if it was Corona, if it wasn't Corona, it would have been something else. Like when I say like, the thing that this press does with black people the best is diversion. Oh yeah, no, no. That, 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 that's actually true. Any time, anything, even think about when, when was the Grenfell, when was the Grenfell report released? It wasn't too long ago. Within our first weeks of quarantine. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago, yeah, it was a few weeks. Yeah, within our first weeks of quarantine. So all they do to us as, as, as our people is they continually submerge us in a litany of stuff. Because if there's, do you know what I mean, if there's a madness going on here, oh, let's just let's just start the Grenfell report. So that means that the active people who are like the uh, the community organisers, they're gonna they're gonna be on the Grenfell thing. Then everyone else is gonna be just busy trying to stay alive because the NHS is killing us. And then we're gonna make jump in, and then and better people to focus on fake news about five G Corona anyway. So like they all they know what they're doing in terms of this whole. Um, in terms of whole thing. So I don't, I don't think it would have ever been, have been used. The, the, reason why I said, something that, the reason why I said that is not to do with the black point. They clearly don't care and they will not care. Maybe more to the yeah, fact absolutely. that the the election, they're trying to sabotage the election because that's actual, that's like House of Cards, the good wife type. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Homeland <laughs> type. Yeah, but, like Homeland type but, of stuff. And just to break that down, like, when you say sabotage an election for everybody listening, like, the thing that we have to realise is that what the Labour League showed was that people um, within the Labour Party specifically did not like candidates who were democratically chosen within the Labour Party to sit. Candidates such as um, Marsha de Cordova, who is um, the, 
Battersy, I believe she won the election. She's the MP for Battersy. She won the election of Battersy. That's a black woman of colour, yeah? Mm. And Labour insiders were told, do not support her. Do not campaign there. They removed funding away from those areas and conveniently allocated it to other places. This is what we're talking about happening because they did not want people who were loyal to Jeremy Corbyn and that faction of the Labour Party to win. Now, what that means is that if you're part of the Labour Party, your point is to, your whole existing element, and the, I don't know what they find, I won't, I won't say that, but to me, their duty, their, 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 their duty is to make the Labour Party win the election. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're doing things to undermine specific candidates because of the person that is your leader, not person who might be your leader, it's not like it's like an infighting before Jeremy Corbyn was, um, you know, was elected, so you're trying to weaken him for the next election. You're talking about active democracy. So you've already elected him. He's already chosen his candidate. They've been elected. Now you're trying to, from inside of the Labour Party, stop Labour Party politicians winning seats. And bear in mind, the election in 2017 was not a landslide. Corbyn isn't some kind of radically failed politician who lost a billion times. He lost by like, it's not like 2000, but I don't know how it um, breaks down across the, that's the number I keep seeing around. I've not actually looked into that statistic myself, so, but I keep seeing that he's, he's, he's lost by 2000 votes. So, like, again, not to rant, but I'll draw it to a conclusion. This fundamentally means that people ignored their democratic duty and that, worse still, in my opinion, people have clearly undermined the democratic process. Yeah, 100%. So I'll give, um, I'll give, like, an, I'll give like, an example for this. So if oh. you look at, um, if you look at, for example, adverts, so Labour officials ran a secret operation to deceive Jeremy Corbyn at last year's general election. Micro-targeting Facebook adverts at the leader and his closest aides to convince them the party is running the campaign they demanded. Campaign chiefs at Labour HQ hoodwinked their own leader because they disproved of some of his left-wing messages. They convinced him that they'll follow his campaigns by spending just £5,000 on adverts solely designed to be seen by Corbyn, his aides and their favourite journalists while, pour, while pouring far more money into adverts with different messages for ordinary voters. So... These men are doing bespoke, men are doing private stories on IG. Do you know what's like when you got a baby? Okay, cool. Let me just do like a, a private, you know what I mean? A private group of Snap, yeah? Post her, yeah. I don't know them, I don't know them. Yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard for the streets that man might make like a, a group, add shortly to the group and a couple people, post it. So she's like, yeah, man's posting a drink, but. Really, truly, everybody else ain't, and the story ain't really seeing that. And this is an example of what they were doing. This is insane. Like, this is and then, and insane. The thing is, the thing, just to, just to extend your metaphor, then you can also go back to the baby, like, yeah, yeah, of course, my friends know about you. What do you mean? You're exactly. You're yeah. on story. Like, you're, you're, getting your, you're getting your credibility up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But really and truly, you're some hidden, unknown quantity, and you're trying to keep it on the low. Like, it's mad. That's exactly how they played us. And, and other, well, not us, because I was in the Labour Party, but. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly how they played many of the black candidates um, and also different factions of the um, Jeremy Corbyn displayed in the Labour Party. It's insane. And the point you raise is is so, so, um, so important that you were elected to do a particular duty as a, as a member of parliament, as a servant for the country. You have a particular yeah. duty. Yeah, of course, you're getting paid, but you still have a particular duty. Bro, you're actually... Extend that, extend that as well. Some of these people aren't even elected. Some of these people are Those paid are, yeah. to support yeah. the elected yeah. people. Yeah, what? So, you, you don't, you don't, like, man don't even care about your opinion like that. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, you're, not, you're not the figurehead for the democracy. You're not the person who's making the calls. Like, if you're an MP, cool, I've elected you. You can, you know, um, oversee the electorate and make the points that you need to make and have your, your entitled to your opinion. Everyone else should be stepping in line with the Labour Party, with what has been voted, with what has been done, because you're paid people. So any kind of conspiracy outside of that, you're basically, in my opinion, you're defrauding the Labour membership, the trade unions, the different people who are actually paid to see um, a certain uh, uh, slate elected and a certain um, thing seen off. Because you're paid, like, all these general secretaries and all these blah, blah, blah people are, are administrative and legal support. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who've really kind of combined to um yeah so to, to, to mash it up as well as of course i'm sure some mps wait to see yeah but um the man the thing about that is that yeah you're sabotaging corbyn all right cool but it's not like you're just sabotaging corbyn in like a labor leadership race this is a race against <laughs> against the ops like, against the ops so it's like okay cool you man have got war with the ops and then 
you're swapping out the wax for fake guns. Like it does, it does, it doesn't make it. It, it does. It makes no. It makes no sense. It makes no. And Jeremy, and Jamie Corbyn getting smacked in the election. Yeah? That's what I'm saying. Like Jamie Corbyn getting, getting Jamie Corbyn getting waxed in the election. Yeah, that may that may strengthen that your opinion or your view that he wasn't fit to lead. Blah blah blah. But guess what? Whoever you're bringing next has stands no chance because you're now so far behind. Your reputation of party is in the mud, and now this has been leaked. Your reputation of party is further in the mud. You lot just look incompetent, daft, so, and evil. So I think the, the 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 funniest thing to me as well, which isn't actually funny, but like to, to, to me it's terrible, is that after the Jeremy Corbyn lost the second time, it was fun, it was just amazing to see that the the what the what the conservative party politicians did when they said, oh, who who like the the, the not the police the press. Who are coming like the police? Um, uh, were <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? All the ops continually asking um, conservative politicians who they thought should be the next Labour candidate, and they kept asking. And people like Michael Gove kept saying, "Oh, I think the real dangerous person is uh, Lisa Mandy or like." And, yeah. they, and they kept doing these weird little dog whistles to like the white. Um, do you know what I mean? Because they basically the conservatives know if they make this a race, in my opinion, of apples and apples. But they're my neighbor Bernie Smith. They're yeah. my neighbor Plink Ladies. Labour are not going to be better central right wingers than the Conservatives are. So if they get these kind of like centrist guys who kind of like don't stand for anything, I feel like Labour will be perceived somewhat like the Lib Dem. Like what really are their policies? Not mm. much. Do they have any people who are like really kind of like clearly strong about anything? No, not really. And then, yeah, the, the, the insane thing to me is just that in the aftermath of all of this, what we're seeing is, is a clear attempt to control the narrative yeah, and to buried. get rid of this this type of politics that Corbyn's come up. Whereas to me, I continually say, I do not think this is a mass defeat of um, uh, of socialism as an idea. I do not think this is a mass defeat of the kind of left wing um, harder. Uh, uh, the harder left-wing politics because as far as I'm concerned everybody was for it a lot of people were for it a lot of young people were for it you've made issue after or there's there's been issue after issue of like toxic elements within the Labour Party whether it's um, anti-Semitism or you know all of just the, the various incompetencies that have, that have been shown over time um, and that's been used to say oh the country doesn't want this type of left-wing this blah 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 Labour needs to go back to its root this needs to happen, that needs to happen. Michael both saying that Lisa Landy should, uh, should lead the Labour Party and, and on, on all of this nonsense. And frankly, um, we have to think a lot harder. We have to think a lot harder about who's trying to make us think in manners. What, what, what's the angle? Like, what's the purpose of people talking? And the craziest thing is, is that we have to deconstruct now on a far greater level than before because we can't even trust that people are banging for their own set. Yeah, people word. aren't even supporting their own party. Yeah, why? So who could listen to? Even Michael Gove, they had to ask man like, "You're talking about Boris and that, but I swear you said that Boris is incompetent." And he was like, "Boy, like at the end of the day, like Boris is my guy." So, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all. Hey, you know what? He might as well. He might as well have just said, "Well, it's Warren that I wanted to be." Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, was, I was. I was doing my thing because I wanted to be the leader um, at the time. So, like, but as far as I'm concerned, these men are way too readily ready to admit they'll say anything, and no one in the press is actually willing to. Hold them, hold them to a standard yeah. about the fact that they will just say anything. Like we've 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 got no, yeah, we, we've we've got no like recourse against just blatant lies. And um, so going back to your point about the the um the state of the country, I'm not too sure if British people <laughs> if British people really do want some of these left wing policies. Like I genuinely believe that obviously I think a lot of Corbyn's policies I think most people are quite fine with, but I genuinely believe that if you poll a lot of like, I'm talking about working class Brits, I'm not too sure about the education level, maybe not university educated, they have this kind of mantra that, yeah, just work hard. Like if you need, if you need handouts, where they see any sort of assistance as a handout, like "Mm, I'm not too sure about that, just work hard. And then, you know what? I think that's a great point. I think that's a really, really good point. Because because if, quickly to finish, if you ever, if you look at any time assisting people that need assistance not want to actually need yeah. assistance so when you're talking about migrants from um, refugees or even Grenfell the way people the way uh, Britain reacts to Grenfell to me just showed that 
they don't give, they don't give a damn. They just think, oh, they probably people just assume that oh, they probably didn't even work hard enough. That's why they were in that shitty place. Like, and yeah. this is people that may not even be economically strong. Do you see what I'm saying? So I feel like yeah. there's a certain yeah. culture issue where I think if you want that type of politics to run, you have to be very, very slick in how you deliver the message. And also, I think having a charismatic leader Absolutely. is so important, especially if you're going to come with, with a gist that's not the status quo. Like, you're going to have to be mad charismatic. 100%. Jeremy Corbyn is a very nice man, but he's not charismatic. Like, Tony no, Blair... He's not an engaging leader. Tony Blair got away from... quite good. Yeah, yeah. Tony Blair got away with an absolute mazine. <laughs> yeah. But charisma... <laughs> charisma... <laughs> charisma gets... Charisma gets you very far away. You see what I'm saying? So, I think... So... Go on. So, my thing is, is that the thing that really, really lacks for me, and just because... I think you've made like a couple of good points there. Um, the first really good point is that the culture of Britain is one of, of, of hard work and no hand up. That is their ideal culture. Mm. They don't want to hear... Oh, uh, we're gonna give we're gonna give intellect to these people, blah 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 blah. Yeah. We're gonna blah blah blah. Do you know what I mean? That's not what they want to hear. But what they might have wanted to hear is, oh, the northern areas are not able to to to, to retain business because technologically they're very far behind. What we would like to do is nationalise a small element of open reach in order to you know create a, 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 an ecosystem and environment where companies can thrive and where people aren't detached. I thought one of the, the best ideas that they had was to nationalise elements of um, open reach to ensure that the, the broadband across the country was was, was equitable, you know, and, mm. and, and that people can go and they can start um, businesses or they can go and they can, um, you know, utilise the, the, the broadband in all parts of the country. It shocks me that when I go out and work in places like Azerbaijan, we've got better coverage. That, to me, I'm just like, what the hell? Like, what, <laughs> that <was great." laughs> and that's no disrespect to Azerbaijan because, like, obviously I work there a lot, like, you know, it's a great country, loads of stuff's going on, but their country's income is not the same as our country's income. So to me, it's, it's, it's very disappointing to see that um, distribution is like that. But the main point that, like, I, like this is my hot take, yeah, and bear with me if you, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you, if you agree with it, but Jeremy Corbyn and all of them, man, were like one Alistair Campbell away from making something happen. No, because I agree with that. Had, I agree with that. I agree with that. Because... He actually jumped up and said these things that they were saying and just put it across in a sick way. Well, like you need to just listen to what the, the people want and what the people are and frame what it is that you're doing because fundamentally, all these policies, they weren't some kind of crazy Marxist, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, we need the government to, to pull back resources. You needed to really control the narrative on those types of things. Le- and you needed to really focus on, do you know what I mean? Labour in the last election had absolutely no control of the narrative. They had a lot more control when it was versus Theresa, but Gates Boris had no control. The yeah. reason, and how I say this is because if you look at the life cycle and you saw it on social media, saw it on podcasts, the initial, yeah. the first part of the life cycle of their campaign was we were getting, having debates about taxing people earning 80 bags or more. That was, and you do not want taxing people more to be the main conversation in any election. Yeah. Because what should, what should we say, uh-huh. or should billionaires exist? Yeah, yeah, As, that's what I'm saying. So, uh-huh. so now you're having these conversations, yeah, where you've got a lot of bag of policies that are trying to revolutionise on a environmental level, educational level, and an economical level of the country, and then it transferred into which was to me the most belated smear campaign. And this document we're talking about, um, this report we're talking about, kind of confirms this is anti-Semitism. So the anti, so then it became anti-Semitism, uh-huh. and why won't you make and the why and why won't you pick a side on Brexit, which was J- Corbyn and Labour's fault? They have to own their hands up to that. Do you know what? Again, this is another prime example. I thought it was fantastic leadership to say, "Look, we've got two halves of the country, and I will execute whatever the democracy." Like, the streets like a, a, don't a, a want to hear that, bro. Election. It makes sense. I, I thought it was good. No. my thing is, is that streets don't want to hear it though. The British Just... public wanted wanted to hear. Well, the public didn't necessarily want excellent leadership. They wanted strong, direct, and clear leadership, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and, the, and the two things are, are, are actually different. But I think, you know, you need to be a person of your people, and you need to be a person of your time, you know? If you mm. don't have the toolkit to lead the people that you want to lead, then obviously it's not for you. Yeah, but again, no. like, you You're... think Keir Starmer and Dan there are going <laughs> to come through with more strength and vigour for Boris. I couldn't believe it. I don't know if you ever saw it on Channel 4. Um, they did like a thing where they polled uh, and they interviewed a bunch of people who'd left Labour mm. um, into 
to, 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 to vote for the Conservatives at the last election. And you know, I couldn't believe it. They were still saying stuff like, oh, um, Boris Johnson, it just looks like he's someone you could just have a pint with. Like, listen, yeah. that is his Yeah. His yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no. Boris privileged Italian. This man of his, I think every man in this family is an MP or not, yeah? <laughs> like, man's Ethan. Man's not only Ethan and Oxford, but man's Billingham Club. Like, you know, that's actually rare amongst people at, from Ethan. It's not like everyone from Ethan just joins the Billingham Club. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, at, the, at them points there, you're really talking about up, up guys, you know? That man is not sitting in any pub that you're in, bro. Yeah. Like, not really, not really any the suit after he sees you and it's, it, every time he comes out of the house he messes up his hair just before he opens the door so like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they, they continually talk about these things but yeah, but let's see. This is this is, this is the thing. You got to know. You got unfortunately you got to know the game you're playing. Most people in this country do not pay oh, yeah. enough attention to um, to elections. So as you said, Corbyn Corbyn's um, method may have been the most optimal in terms of actual delivering the results and being the most fair and democratic but in terms of the election people wanted to hear bruv are you Brexit or are you Brexit or not like are you are fucking um, now lad are you are Brexit are you fucking not that, that's all the, that's all the man they want to hear I mean, and and for so go on I was going to say like so for the duration of the election cycle it was the narrative was taxi people fuck billionaires then it was oh you hate Jews and then it was you haven't got a clue for Brexit you haven't got a clue for Brexit so when when that is your life cycle you have absolutely no chance and the thing is when you actually with a little dash of you want to make internet free yeah 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 like we're gonna we're gonna and and obviously with with the Tory with, with the Tory spin they're making. Corbyn's spending sound even worse. Like for me, when I looked at oh, Corbyn's, Corbyn's, Corbyn's thing, it wasn't that crazy. It's probably pushing national spending to levels similar to France, for example. But I wasn't too sure if their, their costing was a bit higgy. Like they say, they don't get this much from taxes, the unlikely. Is, but we don't, I don't, we don't realize at the moment it's not a popular thing. It's just a small point I won't interrupt you. Mm-hmm. It's not a popular thing how low spending is on certain elements. Like people don't know that David Cameron spent almost, like, I think it was like two or three times the percentage of GDP on the NHS compared to like what Boris. This is the lowest since, like, I don't know, like, I looked through Thatcher, um, Major, mm. Tony Blair, Gordon Brown, mm. David Cameron, and Boris Stone's released, shows mm. in, um, out of everyone on things like the NHS. So, like, yeah, the, the, the whole discon, like, the whole, like, um, contortion of, of, you know, magic money tree and blah, blah, blah from Theresa Fire, that one, um, mm. is, is, is very hilarious. Very hilarious. Yeah, so it's just. The narrative is very, very important. So, like, also, I didn't agree with most of economic policies. Mainly, they were affordable if they're going to roll it out over maybe two election cycles. Corbyn probably wanted to do it in one, so that's gonna, I'm not sure if that was achievable. But I wasn't a fan just from a more economical perspective, but it wasn't out of this world outrageous. To be fair, most of the out of this world outrageous stuff, they said kind of in passing before, and then they knew when it came to a manifesto time, they couldn't put that stuff in a manifesto. Like, taking private schools' assets, you can't really put that manifesto. That's just nuts. Like... So to me, that was just pointless. Like, what, what was the purpose of that? Because, look, at the end of the day, you are not smart enough or rigorous enough to prevent highly incentivized people and from negotiating asset law mm. and they'll just create something else. Yeah, whether, it's like, whether it's like uh, religious or whatever it is, they will find some kind of loophole to educate their children in the manner that they seek to educate their children in. All I think they should have done is say, look, if you can afford 36 grand a year, you can afford to pay some tax. You're not a charity. Yeah. That's what I think they should have done. Like, if you want to say that private schools are not charities and they shouldn't be existing in, 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 in that kind of way, fine, say that. That's one argument. I can, I can get behind that to be fair to you. But... You want to just like <laughs> shut them down with <laughs> just like nationalized stuff, like man. I don't know who said that, but at the time I was just like, boy, yeah, I don't really want to win this thing. Yeah, that's all anyone wants to hear. What people want to hear in this country is you can get your money up and you can do what the hell you want when you get your money up. Yeah, so I think frankly, what what they should have gotten around is say, look, we don't have a meritocracy, we don't have enough government spending to make sure that the money that's being spent is actually spreading around the economy. There's way too much power in the hands of those who are the, the owners and the commanders of capital, and we need to address those balances. That's a me- that's a message that I think is consistent with what the the, the the country actually wants to hear and what it wants to become. But instead of that, they're talking about nationalisation and all kinds of things. Then and the day and the, and the sun's ran in a picture of, of Corbyn looking like Stalin, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. okay, so so um, so now um, obviously you're we're both um, 
young black men and we're both into politics. So what what was your first thoughts when you saw the the Labour um the Labour leaks when they're speaking? So um so let's let me even read some of the examples. So yeah, yeah, you got point. you got the you got the WhatsApp here. Hold on, I've got I've got mm. the tweet right here. So you've got um, a WhatsApp group and it's like Abbott found crying in the lose. Somebody did like a sad face emoji. Abbott Memorial Cupboard works yeah. well. Deanne and Leon on Vic Street. Shall we tell Michael Crick? Somebody said already have wink face. So Michael Crick's a channel for journalists. For yeah. So reason. you've got a member of your party found crying in the lose, yeah. And you're out here throwing alley oops like Chris Paul and Steph Curry to the press to go and see a member of your own party crying in the lose. Another, mad, mad, mad. another senior staff um, member engaged in what could be considered a I'm classic. Amazing that the word bullying's not come up. Amazing that the word bullying. Yeah, not of course, up. of course, it's black women. It, ain't, it can't the, be bullying. The misogyny is insane. Yeah, the misogyny yeah, yeah. is insane. It can't, it can't be, can't be bullying for some black women. So another senior stem, another, another senior staff member engaged what could be considered a classic racist trope, calling Diane Abbott an angry woman while her colleague called her repulsive. So, so, so this is, so this is the, this is the WhatsApp message. Watching questions yeah. time without a sound, and Abbott is very. Is very repulsive. Angry women. Yeah. Angry women. And then um, another one. So we've got on October 6, 2015, acting director of policy and political research said that Ian Duncan Smith was shit. And the mad well, thing is, <laughs> and the mad thing is, he's better than most of our shadow cabinet. The shadow cabinet was then a broad unity shadow cabinet, which only had four MPs, which were supporters of Corbyn. Senior staff um, commented yeah. negatively on Dawn Butler's MPs' appointment to the shadow mm. cabinet, apparently suggesting the accusations racism within the Labour Party one too. So we got a first message, Dawn Butler in um, capital letters. And some of you said, yeah, PLP. And um, PLP, woman will go spare. Some of you said, good grief. Did she not accuse um, Labour Party and its staff of being racist this week? Nice. And some of you said, Harriet, think, yeah. um, white privilege, Harmon. So you've got members of the same party mocking two black women typical stereotypes repulsive angry woman laughing at her being racially abused and crying in her toilet saying yo let's go send the the, um, the journalist to go to go check that out and then you're now mocking another MP another black woman MP um, and basically making light of her claims to racism oh brother it, 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 it gen- and the maddest thing is about this, yeah. The maddest thing about this, yeah. So I've got two, two like evaluating points. One, how men are not talking about this at all. So obviously, like certain, like David Lammy, for example, always wants to be doing big, big, big performance. Like his O2, like his O2, he's at wireless. Always, always ain't said niche about this, yeah. Bare people have not said nothing, nothing at all. And it, and I always wondered. Oh, I knew the answer why, but it's, it's good to see it in hard evidence in front of you because I don't like to cap. But I always notice that when Diana Abbott is getting death threats, hate mail, racial abuse, bullied in the press, yeah, you don't really see the backing that she gets. You don't really see backing. Uh, people, people see bricks to her. So, for wait, yeah, for labour headquarters. I, 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 I ain't hear nothing. Cricket. I didn't know about that until I read this in the report. Brother, I mean. Yeah, no, frankly, I, I didn't know about that either. That was, that was news to me. I can't remember if it was something I'd forgotten or something that yeah. was news to me. But to me, it was, I was just like, wait, what? Like, people threw bricks through? And I, I was, when I first read it, because it, it, the, the quote comes up like, oh, um, that campaign was a hard one. I couldn't quite understand. And I read, by the way, guys, read Shante Joseph's piece um, on it. I think it was in Gowden. But, I'm literally, uh, re- I, I literally read. Yeah, shout, shout out, um, Shante Jones. I, I was reading that um, earlier today because I was doing my preparation on it. It is mental. Yeah, go on. Yeah, big up, big up, big up, Shante. But like, I read it in her, in her piece, and it was like I thought that she was talking about the first election in 1985. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, nah, I shouldn't laugh, but like then time there was a massive. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Stephen Lawrence and them were getting killed on road. So like 27 years ago, like those those kind of <laughs> terrible man. 20. 15, 35 years ago, those kind of times there, it's, um, it's, it's, it's crazy. But now, people are throwing bricks through your window now? In 20, I was shocked, man. I was really disheartened for her. That's a horrible thing. That's the, no one should be having to work like that in a civilised democracy. That should be... If that happened to, I don't even know, Amber Rudd or Sutton or Theresa May, that's front-page oh, news. Boy. Oh, 100%. That's front-page news. Like, um, 
but the thing is, is that Labour has to be held accountable. Facts. This, this, this is the purpose of the podcast. That's the purpose of the podcast. What's her, what's her name? That, um, that, oh, she's an English, English MP. I really can't remember her name. I'm not even being corny. Um, she said that she told Diane Abbott to fuck off and that this never happened, apparently. Um, let me literally Google it right now quickly. I want to call her Jess something. Jess Phillips. Oh, no, no, no. Jess Phillips. Jess Phillips. Yeah, Jess Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Jess Phillips, yeah. Like, people like her are claiming that they've told senior MPs like Brian Abbott to F off. Clearly legitimizes anti, anti, I'm just quite misogynoir, negative, aggressive behavior against them. Clearly. And people are just like, oh, yeah, good on you, Jess. But I hope she shuts up. Well, it's called you, master. Do you know what I mean? All of this um, nonsense. Do you know what I mean? Like, hooliganism. It's, it's insane, bro. It's absolutely insane. Okay, so, like, um, so we're going to talk about um, the evaluation points, but it was interesting because I got a lot of backlash on Twitter for this, yeah? As I do almost a few weeks. I was thinking yesterday, actually, that should we jump off on this podcast? Because it's me and you, and we've been saying for time, DJ Labour Party, you can't ban with them, man. And, like, bro, obviously, um, for context as well, like, you and I met whilst doing um, Monica Lee's Talks with Monica Lee. Shout out, Monica. And the main, yeah, shout out, Monica, big every time. She's always got great content. Mm. Check her out. But the main thing that I got from that was that, unlike how everyone says you're conservative, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know where they got that from. I don't know where they got that from. But you don't bang with none of these men. You actually don't bang with none of these men. And yeah. me personally, I am fiercely politically nomadic. Like I think it is almost treacherous as a young black person of like any influence. Not to say that I'm influenced in guy or anything like that, but I'd say that I have a little voice um, to be putting yourself with people and you don't even know what them people are on really. Like you don't even Bruh. know that they're gonna honor honor their promises. You don't Bruh. even know. Like it's been thirty years, that man ain't given us nothing. A fucking not a school, bone. Not a not a center, not a not a not a thing. They've given us hard policing when it's hard time. They've <laughs> given us hard sentences when it's hard time. They've given us poor financing initiatives that's um that's scuppered a lot of our communities. That's that's put the clad in on places like Grenfell in the first place. PFI initiatives and stuff like that. Please, Labour, like they need, they need to, they need to accept their, um, their, their, the, the wrongs that they've done in this black community as well. So, I hate to say it, but like, so I mean, like we kind of told a lot of people got oh. a lot of backlash. And the thing is, like, that these men are, these men are not the zealots. These men are not the the, 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 the saviors. So obviously, I said, I can't say it. I said, I'm, I found it hilarious that people were so shocked and so saddened. So a lot of people were like. So obviously, people's natural tweets were like, "I can't believe that your first thought of racism is a laugh." I said, like, "No, no, no! I already had that period of shock and disgust, but it's nothing new to me. Like I already been new. These type of things happen, but now the hard evidence is in front of me because I just use common sense. Why on earth, based on no evidence, would middle class, upper class white people have the best interest of black people at heart? Where Where's the evidence for it? Where? Where? Where's the evidence? I've never seen. Yeah, I've, ne- I've never seen it. So, and 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 the thing about it is as well, and, and I think this is one of the most interesting things. I don't know if he's ever done like organizational behavior, but the literature on why things like um, race racial programs like don't work. So like when they did like affirmative actions in corporations mm-hmm. and stuff like that, a lot of the a lot of the literature just shows that it's because even though like some people are well-meaning, other people take it as an affront. So just go. They'll, they'll take like fifty different routes around to make sure that it's impossible for those same black people that you're trying to progress to actually like to mm. get there and to to to, to actually to, to actually thrive within the organisation. And that's that's a lot of the things you will get. So in this situation here, we're looking at okay, cool. Someone has made an effort to uplift and support the the the, the viewpoints, the narratives, and the politics of black and brown people. And other people who were just like, nah, nah, fuck all that. <laughs> they've mm. gone around, they've gone around the houses, they've gone around the block to find any little way they can undermine them. And when I say little way, that's even that's even a misspoke because they've literally obscured the whole democratic process but... by taking money away from, um, you know, we said this already, by taking money away from um, uh, different different MPs who are standing, um, standing candidates so, so as to not support them. That is insanity, bro. It's insanity. Yeah, so obviously I was like, so obviously people were like, oh my god, how can you say this? And people were like, oh, what did you tell us? So I was like, okay, do you know what? I'm not going to engage in this conversation. You all, you all, of, a lot of them have seen my tweets for years, and I've been saying, yes, I've been saying, I'm not Tory, so stop coming at me. I said, don't 
donate your vote to Labour Party every year. Just consider other options, and other options include voting for other parties, abstaining from voting, spoiling your voting. Uh, but doesn't mean I'll don't. Hmm? What's that? I'll be honest with you as well. Like, I don't even care if we just stage like a math kind of like you man need to fucking earn it. Because yeah. really, really and truly, am I going to vote Tory? Nothing's persuaded me recently. Absolutely nothing. Especially not smiling, picking in his Boris. Yeah. Watermelon smiles, Boris. Impossible. Nah, that's that's not that's not what I'm getting behind. So like, don't don't get me confused at all. But but if we just went back to Labour and we're just like, look, look at everything that has happened. Look at what you guys are doing. If you want our vote, if you want people of influence within this community to encourage others to vote... This is what you're going to action. Simple. We need to see some chill. The, the thing about it is, the mad thing is, is that the only... And I think this is why it's a great shame that, um, to a degree, that the church... I was thinking about this. The church isn't as influential as it once was within that community because what it means is that there's no one place where we necessarily congregate... Could congregate, yes, yes. Well, you can get a message out. Get, exactly, get a message exactly. out on mass. Is that even people who are what I've come to understand is that even people who aren't religious, for example, Sikhs and stuff like that, when it comes to um, political uh, things, they actually all go down to their um, to, to their temples. They all go down to their, their to their to their local center and they listen to what the politicians are saying and they make sure that they put their vote behind someone who's actually incentivizing them. We're so kind of sporadically organized uh, different religions, different motorbots and stuff like that. And that's definitely one thing that I actually I'm, I'm thinking of different ways to try and change. I'm thinking of you know I mean, ways that we can start. Now I'd like to I'd like to start a kind of alternative church, maybe just like <laughs> maybe just like a, a welfare thing on on a weekend where people can come in and discuss like the the politically pressing matters and the 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 ways that we can organise and support one another, but it's very, very difficult at, at times when we have no real platform, no real centralising voice to actually that's why, labour to account. That's why, yeah, I... People say, but you go harder labour. I like, yeah, but the reason I go harder labour conservatives, one... Every person who's tweeting about politics on social media who happens to be from our demographic is already holding conservative parties to account. I don't need to do that. Like, I did that on my podcast when I'm speaking because I'm trying to give a biased argument. But we already know, like, all, all of us know we don't fuck with the conservatives. But my thing is, I think it's like, it's like 88% of Caribbean people um, vote for, for, for Labour. 85% of, 83 to 85% of, of African people vote for Labour. So our vote is going there regardless. So my thing is, okay, if our vote's going to go there, I'm going to make sure that I'm as... I'm objective in my critique and give you the pros and cons of this party. But the same way, I'm t- my, my thing is, why why do you vote shame? So the point where your support for Labour is so strong, you're even shaming and demonising people that don't vote the other way. And off the basis of that this party is bad for us and they're racist. The only difference between the Tories and Labour is that the Tories' racism is with more vim. Like, they bang protein shakes with the racism. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> man, I bench 140 <laughs> and Labour <laughs> benching 80. Yeah, that's, the, that's the only difference. And, oh, I think, and I think, is, yeah. I know a couple of people that have worked for in the Labour Party and they've been telling me about this type of stuff so I already I already knew and to me I thought it was common sense so my thing to people was listen since I've had Twitter that's when everyone started that all that shiny suit stuff I was like listen I don't care you look at say this all the time I, think, you know, I even think I started that shiny suit thing you know yeah what was it it was you yeah from its noble causes no. yeah, because originally like it was it was, a, it was a joke that was kind of flying around like Ash and like different people mm. and it was the fact that you know when people just join the city yeah and they've got their suit dry cleaned. And it's all bare. And it's, and it's got the grease. Yeah, so it's disgu- got the shininess of disgusted. the grease. Disgusted. That so was a joke, innit? Yeah. yeah, and there was a fact that, there was a joke about the fact that a lot of people seem to join the city with their shiny suit mm. and they, they don't really know what's going on. Like, they don't really mm. know to tailor and to dry clean and mm. everything. But they're trying, to, they're trying to bang out and wreck for a really hard right-wing slate. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they literally... Bro, I know people who got a Goldman internship and voted and, and voted Conservative, right? <laughs> and and they were in their house. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't laugh at them because it's, actually my, it's, a, it's yeah. a friend of mine that like, I persuaded him otherwise. But yeah. I was in his gaffe yeah, with seven siblings. Yeah. Um, I think council, council yeah. housing talking about who's voting Conservative, bro. It's I remember being in his I remember I choked... Bro, I choked on fish, bro. Yeah. Barbecue fish, I choked on. I couldn't <laughs> believe what I was hearing. One, one Goldman spring week, you know? It just mad. So, but yeah, that, that was what that was what shiny suits about, and yeah. I definitely think there's a opportunity, especially for young black men, to kind of to buy into this. Like we were saying earlier, this British trope of listen, we just want to do for ourselves. We just want to like understand um, 
what it is that we need to do, work hard, achieve it, and spend what we want with our own money. And that seems to be, if you join, if you, if it's could do with T0, Jamie, if today was the first time period, that seems like the message of the Conservatives. But we have to stand on our history, otherwise we'll fall down. We have to remember all of the different things that have built up and, and filled in to the backdrop of that party Thanks. and what those people have necessarily lacked done. That's Otherwise, why I can't vote That's why I can't vote for them. Where we get our spring week and then we're like, oh, man might make 50 bags next year. I don't want to get taxed out. Yeah, fuck it. I'm a conservative now. Mm. Are, are you really, bro? Is that really who you want to bang with? Think about it. Yeah, like, to think of me, like, me personally, I have no interest in ever voting for conservatives mainly to do the history and they always seem to have candidates or people key figures in the party just doing hella racial stuff so I can't really bangle them but if if, 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 if an next man want to vote for them and they vote in on a basis of personal interest and lines with them cool I don't really care my thing with, with politics is there's different I always say there's different um, what's it called um, philosophies when you come to vote you can vote for my philosophy is who's got the best policy that's optimal for the whole country. So I, so I don't even look at personal benefit. I look at whose economic policies, foreign policies, educational policies, council policies, benefits the country and what the country's whole. That's how I vote. Some people vote, pure, some people vote purely on one section. It could be education, it could be economics, it could be foreign policy. Some people vote on what's good for my community. So your community could be LGBT, it could be, it could be the black community, Asian community, um, or some people vote purely what's good for me and my family, innit? Whatever it is, I don't mind. Do you in it? Do you? My only thing is make sure that you are as, as informed as possible. However, what I would not stand for is people who are doing up direct debit voting, especially for band them that aren't doing. So you you can't voting, you know. before you go. You can't yeah. And I see this on Twitter. People will laugh at working class um, Brits from the Midlands or from the North who voted Tory and like oh they shut down a local plant or this authority. They laugh at them. You lot are the same people that voted for Labour, putting Labour Labour in your in your screen names and that. And now you're crying tears because you find out that they are anti-black. It's the same principle. It's exactly the same principle. It's the same principle. I think I think I think a lot of young black people who are politically active just want to be a part of it. And I think that That's very true. Tribalism is a very that's that's true. Tribalism is a very strong thing still. It hurts me to crush it, but I knew from very early that these people aren't necessarily your friends. You know? Like I mean look, I found out this week like that I got um let go from a contract that was promised to me after I returned from university, literally promised. And I had to call up them. And this is from a guy who like has been like a mentor to me for six, seven years, mm. I think. They just decided that they wanted they didn't want to pay for the training that they'd agreed that we agreed that I was going to do. Like they cancelled it. And, like my mum was like, oh why, why why are you mad? Like why are you upset? Blah blah blah. Like, listen, you cannot be, be naive in this corporate, in this political Britain. It doesn't matter if someone's a mentor to you if they gave you freebies yesterday, because that man especially gave me free stuff, like for real, gave mm. me real opportunities. But today is a different day. We wake up and we face we face different circumstances. And you have to know and not be naive to the fact that, look, yeah, people might have been banging and they might have been saying things that, that you like to hear yesterday, two years ago, when Corbyn was about. But today, yeah. how are you putting your vote? Today, where were you putting your voice? Yeah, and like, don't, I don't... Things I'm... change, people change. Don't, don't be naive about these things. Yeah, you know I, I think but this... At the same time, I'm not cutting them for that because I know they just, they just want to feel positive. They want to feel involved. I can't lie. They've contributed to... I don't get... Do I, okay, I'm not going to cuss people for that because a lot of us may not have the political knowledge or we just don't have time to get involved in politics. That's fine. My thing is... When I said when I when I was talking about that, it was, it was specific to a group of people that when now you've you've now been placed with the new information right in front of you, and it's clear cut. If it's a logical path, there's evidence, and you're saying no, 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 you have to hold that smoke. But you're right. My like the thing is, what people also confuse Corbyn with the Labour Party. Corbyn, they were trying to self. We just spoke about it. They were trying to pam Corbyn's ass from the moment he got in, the moment he was a leader. So don't ever think that yeah, them man are like Corbyn. For example, Immigration Act, when it was only Corbyn, Diane Abbott, and a few six Labour MPs, yeah, voted and they voted against. The rest of them abstained. You see what I'm saying? Like, like this, this, yeah. this is what people don't realize. When you vote, when you go to listeners, when you go to put in your ballot in the next election, whenever it is, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's say the Labour, um, the, the, the Labour, the Labour leader. Let's say it's Cameron. Yeah, yeah. You may want Cameron to yeah. win, but remember, you're voting for your local MP, and your local MP might be yeah. an op. Like he might, he yeah. might be one of them man. Like, that... where, like, 
I hate to say, but people need to start doing the work. Like, I, like I would love to get together with someone like yourself. Like, I've been trying to, I've been trying to um, start up this uh, news, this news platform for a while. Obviously, the the, the, the corona um, has shown yeah. it down, but essentially the platform that I'm trying to start up. Yeah, the platform I'm trying to start up is called The Pocket. And the main aim of it is to find the pocket and find the rhythm of the stories because at the moment, I feel like people are just so submerged in so many different instances, so many different facts, that it's really hard to actually find the rhythm and find like something with... and, and find what's actually going on, if that makes sense. So that's kind of what The Pocket um, was, um, was, was created around. So I'm definitely going to try and go back to that once it's over and try because. I think it's, 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 it's so necessary because there are so many things that are just forgotten. And like, do you know what? On the subject of which, it might sound like a random aside, but one thing that I really, really always want to mention if I'm ever on um, any kind of platform is that Anne-Marie Morris, current MP for... Um, I don't know where she's the MP for, actually. Um, she's a Conservative MP. She's a Member of Parliament for Newton Abbott. Yeah, Newton Abbott from memory. Um, since 2010 she literally in 2017 was briefly suspended because she said nigger in a woodpile nigger um, nigger in the woodpile do you know how mad like and, and let me just just for like small exponents as well nigger in the woodpile means basically like the real the real meat of it that's really what it means mm. like nigger in the woodpile means because obviously like they're burning black people alive yep. and stuff yep. so they're saying like what, what's, the, what's the real substance of the fire and that's what nigger in the woodpile means. For that to be in your lexicon, the level of racist that you need to be at, where that's actually like a calm thing for you to say. And she was briefly suspended, and she's still an MP today. Those he the said it calmly. This, 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 this wasn't like a yeah, Labour League thing on, on, on a WhatsApp thing. This was in a committee meeting, bro. Like, a little committee <laughs> meeting. She held a two-week... <laughs> she had a two-week... She, she had a, like a two-week suspension or something. Might have went to Marbella, come back of her time, and she's back to work. Like, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, she got a holiday, bro. Yeah, she so... Holiday, bro. Like, I don't really... I don't want... Um, And also, I saw like a lot of like... Some of the girls I see on social media are big into Labour and some of the guys talk about their discouraged and much of them. Listen, if you don't want to be a Labour member, I understand that. But I don't want you to be dismayed from the process because we cannot... It's not every day we write threads or we do pods. Like, we've got to... No, those things are good. we got to use the pods, the threads, um, the meetings we go to to hold people into account because even by just speaking... Even by just speaking about stuff causes a storm. You see what I'm saying? Like that's the, that's that's, think, that's what gets people out of it. For example, I'll give an example of Liverpool. Yeah, were, were rumored hmm. about to furlough members of staff. Came on Twitter, people were brushing them. Three days later, they reversed the thing. Like that is what you call holding people to account. You see what I'm saying? So if you want to still vote Labour, yeah, man understands that. But we got to make them worth our vote. Well. Because it's one of the things that I wanted to say mentioned earlier, but we kind of got away from it. Like I think. In this whole um, corona season as well, I've been talking quite a lot. I've got some really good friends from school, um, from Borders Bank, from Oxford, who are from South Korea, who have dealt with the whole like COVID thing, I think, really well. Yeah, like, they're the best country for They had drive-through well, drive test centers. Yeah, 600. 600. So, so, 600 drive-through test centers, yeah, bro. Like, all, all, all over the country, making sure that people weren't going into villages and coming back, mashing it up. They had... Um, they had uh, things that things under like I was called like protective masks, different things to out PP for their staff, still like you know like Chernobyl style suits. Do you know what I'm saying? And, like, I think it's called PP as well, but like their ones just look like more yeah. more than what they do in and it's all those things. At the same time that Boris was saying, oh, let's just get some immunity in the population. Now I'm really upset about that comment to this day because there's no evidence that there's even immunity once you've got it. But mm. so he literally came out and said yesterday. That, that's the World Health Organization. Yeah. Um, came out and said yesterday that people who've got it one time seem to be getting it again. Um, and that there's no conclusive evidence that people who have got it are immune to getting it uh, secondarily, right? So Boris's whole attitude where he kind of put across this lackadaisical, oh, don't worry. Do you know what I mean? It's only, it's only old people are going to die. Like, unfortunately, like, they're going to die, but it would be better that we have some immunity in the population. Was well, absolute wow. And then the man was on death's door, so he wasn't even being held to account for it. Mm-hmm. Now, when we, and the reason I bring this up is because holding people to account is the most important thing, and it's the thing that we are really, really missing because every day there's 10 news stories, every day. So frankly, we're talking about news about the Labour League. I don't even know who said those things in the Labour League. Yeah, we don't know yet. So I can't even go on to my... I, don't, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't know if, if it was published or not, but all I know is that I don't know, so... 
But who do we even go and complain to? Because we can't just burn down the whole Labour Party because at the end of the day, it's Labour Party members, black women, who are a victim of this. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just about fire bombing, you know what I'm saying? Mm, but we have to try and stick up for certain people and hold other people to account. It's a really hard thing to do. But that is the key, to me, the key mechanism that our society is missing at the moment is a failure of our press, a failure of our, of our, of our legal, because it, like, people should be able to be prosecuted when they're jumping up and lying and, 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 and doing elections dirty. Like, people like Dominic Cummings, I'm not saying that he should literally be, um, you know what, I'm not going to lie, like, he should be. I don't know why I got scared for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got shook still because the man's actually a job man, but mm-hmm. hopefully he doesn't listen um, and, doesn't, and doesn't persecute yeah. me because he's actually on job. Yeah. But he literally just didn't turn up. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> man was asked to appear before committees and then he was there. He just didn't turn up. And now he's the advisor to the prime minister. Mad. Like, what, kind of, what kind of system of accountability is that? What, what, what kind of, what kind of, like, we know man jumps on TV, BBC News, Boris Johnson did it, stood outside, stood outside of, um, sorry, painted buses with, like, absolute lies written on it, and we have no systems of account. And, and yeah, that's, that's the thing that I, that I really like that you just said, that I really want to, I would love people to, 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 to pick up on. Like, stop big-friending these people. These people don't love you. Yeah. Hold them to account. That's, that's, that's that. and, and I think definitely trying to find a way that we can band together because yeah some people mm. some people in the community may be more left leaning and some people may be more right leaning we don't we don't have to like each other anyway we're in the same community we probably and more often than not we all want the best the same the same results we might want to go a different race some people might want to go west some people might want to go south you know what i'm saying but we all want to get to the same destination so i think collaborations is so important because some of these some of these um these MPs know they don't have to do Labour MPs know they don't have to do anything to get our vote they don't have to do fuck all they, don't, yeah. they know they don't have to do fuck all to get the young the youth vote yeah. and ethnic minority vote so why why on yeah. earth where and I always say on dysonomics incentive drives behaviour so where is the incentive where is the incentive to tailor certain points I remember when you said it at, um, on the Monica Leeting before we ran up you said that you clocked in your local area like certain members of the Asian community, they start coming to local council meetings and stuff like that and exerting their influence. And before you know it, certain things will pop up in the community based off their pressure. That's how things work. 100%. That's how things so work. Like, when, when the EDL, because the EDL started on my estate in Luton, and mm. when the EDL came up, like I continually said, like people are um, challenged to, to, to like say like the Muslim community, this, that, and the third. But bro, the Muslim community packed out the council. And it wasn't illegal what they did. Mm. They just had more council members because they were active, because they were engaged, mm. because they had the mosque where everybody would be going to. Mm. Like, I know for Muslim, I mean, um, the, 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 the South, it was mainly South Asian, so like Bangladeshi mm. and Pakistani. But like, they, they did that and they got parks and they got funding and they got good things in their schools mm. and they got, do you know what I mean? Like, and, and it's not because that money's not there and it's not because the money's not being like doled out. It's because if you're in people's spaces, they're going to have to do something. Yeah. If you're not, if you're just sitting, Send in a couple of tweets, forget about it. Next day, new cycle, new thing. If that's how you're going to go on, you will continue to be victims. It's like, I mean, it's old. It's an old quote. Like, um, I can't remember if it was Socrates or Plato. I really can't remember. But he, someone, someone said, like, he who doesn't listen to or he who doesn't engage in, political, in, in politics resigns himself to being um, ruled by fools. Mm. And it's, 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 it's the same thing. That's what we're doing every time. You're not interested. You're too bored. You're too busy. You're too this, that, and the third. Okay, cool. Well, hope like good luck. I hope none of your aunties are in Grenfell. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? I it's hope I hope you've got money for everyone. It's just sad when you're voting conservative. You're fifty k. You're dumb. Boy, boy, boy. They're making fifty bags, and they say like I saw I saw a man tweet yeah, and this is gonna be like a bit. This is a bit bad in it because people might know who he is and like and this is not a personal thing at all. But I saw a man tweet yeah. And it was a long tweet, and it was like he just got um, a legal, a legal, um, uh, what, what do you call the thing? A training contract. Yeah. Then he got a training contract, and and did like a tweet saying like, you know, like you glory to God, thanks to my family, all of it was healthy. I was happy to see it. Then I had to, I had to close my whole laptop screen <laughs> because how can my man say my family will never struggle again? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> One training contract. You think this corporate space is forgiving like that? That your family will never suffer again, bro. Oh, please, man. Please, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. Like we're, we're really, we're really delusional about what a little bit of money is going to do for you. 
Yeah, it's true. That's that's why community and um, band up as communities makes is so important because yeah, you can you can pattern your immediate family with a good salary. Yeah, of course you can. You but what's that gonna do for you? Bro, how many people you got? And, I, and what do you consider pattern? Because mm. as far as I know, like I'm, I'm I was like what I made last year, not to like bait myself or anything like that. But I'm saying like, yo, if I take home forty two last year, yeah, that's how much my boarding school fees were. Mm. But obviously, I, I didn't pay for myself, but like you know, scholarships. But that's how much my boarding school fees were. The 42 that I'm getting. And niggas are saying, come up. I see people say, oh, they earn 50k, got a little bonus. It's lit for them. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, it's okay. But what I really want to, 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 to put in place for my children is the best education. I want them to have the best education, the best network. Um, not even necessarily they have to have it. It might not fit them um, when it comes down to it. But I would like them to have that as an option. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. All I know is I'm a very, 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 very long way off of being able to afford 42, 35 to 42 K a year for any school. At, and and I'm, I'm struggling to, to see that mm. in my corporate growth. And my best friends, my, my best, two of my best friends actually, they have children. Um, and I think people aren't realising that if we, if we really don't get our money up quickly, mm. all of this, oh, we're going to be able to pattern our children. Yeah, they might, they might be all right. Do you know what I mean? You can probably pick them up from school in a nice range, something like that, on finance. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But when you say pattern your family or for 50K, how patterned are they really going to be? Yeah, like, yeah they're, they're going to be covered. Yeah, of course. I don't want to get into semantics, but like everybody's got different levels of what's comfortable, not it? Especially, and also you got oh, to yeah, remember where certain people start from, what be a decent as the end result is everyone has different expectations, isn't it? So I never, I never fault yeah. people. I never fault people for that. I only fault people for just being delusional and thinking, for example, just because you earn a certain amount of money means you can front conservative. Does it? Do, like, oh my days! But yeah, because because sometimes some 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 of the tax like depends 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 on the Labour candidate. For example, if you look at Boris's um Boris and them's um manifesto, it's not too dissimilar to what's his name Ed Miliband's. Do you see what I'm saying? So it just it depends. Yeah. Like. We got. We just got to be more switched on. That's the most thing. So I think. And, and, as, and I think, know, the real thing is as well. I think as well. It's kind of like an on-running debate. It's it's this identity politics and tribalism. And I think the important thing is is that we're doing it all wrong because we're buying into tribes that actually we can't buy into. Like we, as I said, we're buying into. We're we're, we're effectively considering ourselves as part of things mm. that really. Them man don't want us in. Mm. Anne-Marie Morris, who's still a party member, she was suspended. She was a sack. Just using the N-word. Just, just came back casually. She's still there. Mm. That's the Conservative Party. That's what they're willing to accept. Facts. Right now, to this day. Now, I'm saying that like we want to be Conservatives or we can see ourselves as that. We have to recognise that to a degree we're aligning ourselves with that kind of tribe, that kind of identity. And then we have to ask ourselves this. Is my identity fully accepted by that group of people. What? Well, yeah, I, I got. I, 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 I got to say, I don't think some people know that, and they just voting off the base of. It, and it also depends on whose opponent is. So, if you're earning a certain amount of money, yeah. and and it's between Corbyn and uh, Boris, and Boris is giving you a tax cut, Corbyn's increasing your tax. You're thinking family, school fees, da da da. da it's different. I can hear it. You know what I'm saying? I personally won't. I won't. I personally won't. I can, I can hear it, but yeah, it's not, it's not my thing. It's not my thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not my thing at anyway, all. Anyway, let, let's... Yeah, there's, there's, this weird, there's this weird phrase where um, they talk about whether or not you should, like, when they talk about, like, investments and stuff, I don't know if you've heard it, um, but they basically say, like, tax should, um, tax should wag the tail, but it shouldn't move the dog. Mm. Um, they, 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 they use that phrase, uh, for listeners' benefit, they use that phrase when... Um, they talk about whether or not you should invest in something. So like, a lot of people would invest in something because of like healthy tax opportunities. Mm. But tax should kind of like, you know, it should wag the tail. It should make it like exciting, but it shouldn't literally like be the reason why you're doing something. Mm. And I think that's a fairly decent principle. Like if, 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 the, if the main thing, if the only thing is tax, eh, like I, I feel like, you know, you're, yeah. in, you're in a bad state. Yeah, I feel, it, it's a bit lazy. It's a bit lazy. Yeah, you're, talk, you're talking about like the difference between like for me, I think it was like a couple grand, something like that. Mm. Um, but also at the same time, like, is that a full calculation as well? Because what's the NHS going to be looking like? Mm. Like, how much are they going to try and charge on prescriptions? I've got a mother who's being unwell. Like, are we going to have to be footing bills for that? 
If do you know what I mean, like in 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 the reality where we're saving this tax, is it every month for themselves? Are we saving? Mm-hmm. Are we saving free bags? Do you get what I'm saying? So like, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. But I, I can't I can't quite I can't quite get behind uh, voting just because of tax. Yeah. It's a very very um, shallow thing. When when we when we have so much going on in our society, do you know what I'm saying? Like there are so many different asset. Um, sorry, facets to the problems that we have, whether it's Grenfell, whether it's Cladden, whether it's um, community finance initiatives, and who's who's being enabled to go and finance and build ship ship building in areas where many of our loved ones live. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, tax, yeah, tax, tax wasn't factoring in it for me. It was there was way too many. Um, I was going to say it ends in the wood pile, but let me... <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> no, I've got a trailer past Maddie. It wouldn't come across well. But yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, man. Bro, let's, let's leave it as that. Where, where, where can we catch you? Are you on socials at the moment? Nah, I'm off because I'm trying to finish up um, the reason then to there. I'll be back. I'll be back in like a week. If you guys see your man to come on 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 Instagram, um, right. and also man to come on Twitter, I'll react. I'll react to it. I'll react to it. All right, cool. Well, let me let you go on and finish your assignments so you can go and take off the work. Thank you very much. And bro, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. And bro, thank you. Man, we try. We try. Right, no, bro. thank you. Thank you for your time, man. Thank you for everything we're doing. Right. Love. All right, love. Sports Social Podcast Network.